We welcome you in to Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan, home of the second or the Detroiter, covering sports in the Motor City and the Mitten State, presented by the second string and the second string.com. I'm your host. Not a bad intro. I keep going a little buck wild with these intros, to be honest. I don't know. I started thinking about football. I watch one Dan Campbell clip before I sit down to do this. What am I, what am I going to do? Not sing the Fox intro? Of course I'm going to sing the Fox intro. It feels like football season. I'll be honest. Welcome in. Appreciate everybody being here today. Appreciate everyone listening. If you've been following along all along, too many alongs. If you're new here, welcome. Glad to have you. Sit down, grab yourself a blanket, maybe make yourself a cup of tea. Get comfortable. If you're in the car, take a sip of that coffee, fire it up a little bit. Get that mind focused on what we're about to get into. We're back. It feels like football season. And I know we still got about a month to go here, but as a Lions fan, it feels like football season. Hard Knocks starts a week from yesterday. Dan Campbell, the Lions are pumping out clips like their peanut butter jelly sandwiches. I can't help from getting fired up minimum once a day, whether it's a soundbite, whether it's reading a report from one of the writers, whether it's Jamal Williams saying, we're going to lock them gates and let them know they stuck with us. Look at that. Can you see that? Are we zooming in on the goosebumps there? I can't help it. It feels like football season. In my mind, in the city of Detroit, it is football season. For the Honolulu Blue, it is football season. It's the dead of fall. We're about 6-0, and probably, in my brain at least. I can't wait. We get, we're getting reports finally out of training camp. First day of pads was this Monday. I believe Penny Sewell and Aiden Hutchinson have been the talk of the town, including from me on the TikTok page, on the socials. Um, a lot of people a little upset with me, and we'll get to that. We're talking Jared Goff. Jared Goff dropping a couple dimes. You saw that little throw on the clip, DeAndre Swift on the wheel route. No linebacker in the NFL can cover him. Let's utilize him a bit more. And if Jared Goff's going to be Johnny on the spot with it, we, let's score some points. We should be all right offensively. It's an exciting time. But let's start where this thing will probably end. We're going to talk some lines, right? And we're not going to get into the whole season preview. We'll save that until like the last week of August, the week before the season actually does start. Hard knocks next week. We're about to blast off, dude. These episodes straight up might become 30-minute hard knock recaps, so we'll see what happens there. Let's talk. Penny Sewell, Aiden Hutchinson. So first day of pads Monday. And all I'm reading, all I'm seeing, Penny Sewell was the best player on the field. There are some good fucking players on the Lions. I know we were garbage last year. I know we're the Detroit Lions. I know we're not really poised to go make a deep run or win a Super Bowl this year. I get it. I know we're not star-studded across the field on both sides. I get it. Penny Sewell was the best player on the field. There are some damn good players on that field. We just mentioned one. DeAndre Swift is fucking dirty, bro. DJ Chart can play. Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnow, those guys are studs, bro. Aiden Hutchinson can ball a little bit. The Oquara brothers had decent seasons last year. The secondary's been a little bit revamped. And Penny Sewell going against the second overall pick, going against the guy we're kind of relying on to turn this defense around and to accelerate the rebuild to make the defense have a little bit of teeth, even though we may not be filled out in the back end and in the linebacker spot. Penny Sewell, the best player on the field, that's an encouraging sign. We got that guy, what was it, six overall two years ago? Seven overall, something like that. 
we got that guy not with a top three pick, the best player on the field, that is a beautiful thing to hear. And I'll tell you why. It should be self-explanatory. Anytime, for any team in any sport, you spend that high of a pick, I know it's not top three, a top 10 pick, top 15 pick on a guy, you're banking on that dude becoming a player. Maybe not the best player on your team, maybe not the best player in the league or in your division, whatever. You're banking on him doing stuff. You're banking on him being an everyday starter and positively contributing every time you get on the field. Penny Sewell, best player on the field, first day of pads, year two. That is an encouraging sign, even for Lions fans. And I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I know, dude. I get it. We're the fucking Lions, bro. You don't think I know that? You don't think I know that by this point? I know I'm the rah-rah, everything's all good and great, and we're going to win this many games, and Dan Campbell this, and Brad Holmes that. I know we're the Lions. I know 1991's the last time we won a playoff game. I understand that like pretty much every year of my life at this time, I've gone in being like, I don't know, the Lions could do a couple things, and then they don't ever do those things. I'm aware, dude. I'm for sure aware. I've lived it, bro. I'm painfully aware. I was at that Ravens game last year. You, you don't understand how angry I was. You will never feel that type of anger, okay? Unless you go to another epic Lions collapse, which, God bless you, I hope you never have to witness that. It was miserable. It feels good knowing, like, these new guys in charge, their first draft, this Penny Sewell, everybody's inaugurating him. Sure, fire Hall of Famer. He's the best player in the draft, and they got him at six. He is going to be the best tackle in the NFL someday. And so far, so good. He had a very good rookie season, and he's coming in year two, not going up against any slouch, dude. He's going against Aiden Hutchinson. He's going against the number two pick in the draft. He's going against the guy in this year's draft who people were saying, that's the best player in the draft. And the Lions didn't even have to use the first overall pick to get him. That's who he's matching up against. And he looked like the best player on the field. That means something. I don't care if it was one-on-ones. I don't care what drill. That fucking means something, dude. And we saw the clips of him last year locking up the Nick Bosa's of the world, putting in work against the Aaron Donald's of the world. That means something. And I made that video kind of juicing Penne up because, of course, bro, you read that again about your former first-round pick. You read that about the guy who had a golden jacket at 19 years old. Fuck yeah, I'm going to make a video going Penne Sewell, this, that, the other thing. And people got a little angry with me going, oh, you're just biased MSU. Oh, Hutchinson, but Hutchinson beat him the day before in the shorts and the shoulder pads. Oh, what about the team drills? Hutchinson got him twice. Oh, you didn't read this writer's report. Guys, we're all on the same team. We are all on the same team. Please believe me. I know I went to Michigan State. I understand. I know I can be a little biased when it comes to the dogs. For sure, I've admitted that. I know Aiden Hutchinson went to Michigan. I know he was a critical part of them winning their first Big Ten in 17 years. I understand he was on the Heisman ballot, and myself and my comrades were a little upset that our boy, Kenneth Walker, wasn't. I get all that. Bro, the Lions, like, we're all friends now, dude. This is Crips and Bloods coming together. I don't give a fuck where Aiden Hutchinson went to college. I don't care if he went to Hogwarts, as I've said before. I don't care if he got his GED. I don't care if he came out of Oakland community, bro. I don't give two this where he went to college. He's a Detroit Lion. We just spent the second round pick on him. You don't think I want Aiden Hutchinson to be successful? Of course I do. I want him to rack up 70 sacks this year. I want him to injure, not disrespectfully, some respect, 
I guess, knock on wood, although Aaron Rodgers getting injured, like I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Not to be, you know, not to be that guy. I hope he racks up 70. I hope he breaks Rodgers in half. I hope he ends Justin Fields' career as a quarterback. No, see, that's a little far. That's a little far, but you get what I'm saying. I want Aiden Hutchinson to be an absolute savage in the Honolulu Blue. I don't care that he went to Michigan because guess what? He's a Detroit Lion. And people got upset at me, roasting me for being an MSU fan, roasting me, coming at me, saying I'm biased, saying, oh, how are you celebrating Aiden Hutchinson doing this? How are you happy about that? He's the second-round pick. You should want him to be successful. That's the point, dude. That's the point. Penny Sewell looking like the best player on the field in day one of pads is the best thing that could happen to Aiden Hutchinson. Let me give you an example. I played football in high school. Not a big deal. Really is not a big deal. Anybody can do it. They don't even have cuts if you go to Troy High, right? The fr- the the program's kind of dwindling when I started there. We had a freshman team when I left. We didn't. Like, if you have legs and arms, even if you don't, you just say, I want to play football, and they can fit a helmet on your head, you'll make the team. I played football there, okay? And our ones, our starters, offense, defense, like, we looked pretty good. We'd run through summer camp, right? We'd have the four-way scrimmage, and we'd leave those practices, those scrimmages going, guys, hey, I think, you know, I think we got something here, guys. I think we might win a few games this year. But what they don't tell you is the second stringers we were going against were those little aliens in the fucking thing from Toy Story. The claw, those are the guys we were practicing against. No disrespect to anybody I went high school to high school with. But, like, guys, I, I'm not telling you anything you didn't know. Like, our left tackle was going against a, a real-life minion. You know what I'm saying? If I played quarterback, again, not a big deal. Over the mountains, Uncle Rico, shout out. I played quarterback. If I played defensive end in those scrimmages, when we're running first-team offense, if I rushed the passer, I would have been our best pass rusher that our starting left tackle saw. You know what I'm saying? I weighed 150 pounds in high school, maybe. I would have been the best look our starting left tackle got all year if I practiced against them. So you know what happened? Despite us looking around after the scrimmages going, dude, we're kind of nice. We scored 87 points against the second string, dude. We're kind of sick. We went one and eight. (laughs) We won one game. We got smashed. We went to Clarkston and we were like, oh, that's what football looks like. We played West Bloomfield and we were like, I don't like, is that a, are we playing a college today? Why, how did we just lose by 49? Their quarterback, oh, he's a division one basketball player and football player. Oh, all right. Cool. Cool though. It's good to know that I'd be the best look our starting offensive line is going to get all year long though. And I still am not practicing against them. That's why this is a great thing. For Aiden Hutchinson. I'm glad Penny Sewell is dominating. I'm glad Penny Sewell looked like the best player on the field. I'm ga- I'm glad Penny Sewell is going, hey, Rook, I know you were the shit at Michigan. I know you bowled over and embarrassed that left tackle from Ohio State. I know you came in going, I'm a savage. I like to knock the fuck out of people and get paid for it. I know you said all that. You feel that way, and that's great. Have the confidence. You were the man. This, this shit right here, me, Penny Sewell, I'm another animal dog you never seen anything like me Aiden Hutchinson it's not a dig on Hutch it's great that makes me more excited for Hutchinson because you know how Aiden Hutchinson doesn't get better how Aiden Hutchinson doesn't fulfill his potential as the second overall pick 
It's by going against traffic cones. It's by going against dummies. It's by going against whoever the second team offensive line was at the University of Michigan. And those guys are playing D1 football. They're at Michigan. They're not the guys my offensive line in high school practice against by any means. But Aiden Hutchinson, I'm sure in those practices was like, you know, you're my boy. We might be roommates, but you can't fucking block me, bro. And now he's going against hopefully soon to be one of the best left tackles in the NFL. You don't think that's going to make Aiden Hutchinson a better player? That's going to make him infinitely better. If Aiden Hutchinson was going against the offensive line the Detroit Lions fielded in 2008, he wouldn't live up to the potential. At least not what he will now. Him going against a guy like Penny Sewell, his day one of pads being manhandled by our year two left tackle, that's going to make him better than even he could have imagined. Because you know what he's going to go home and do? After night one, I guarantee you Aiden Hutchinson looked in the mirror, laid in the bed, whatever he likes to do, and said, holy shit, I thought I was I would, thought I thought was a freak. I thought I was unstoppable. Fucking Penny Sewell, that guy's a monster. I'm going to have to bring it. I'm going to have to bring more to the weight room. I'm going to have to bring more to the film room. I'm going to have to bring more when it comes to my nutrition and taking care of my body. Every single aspect of a game of football, I thought it was cutting it at Michigan. I got the Heisman ballot. Right, We beat Ohio State. We won the Big Ten. I thought I was doing everything maxed out. And then I met Penny Sewell. That shit is going to elevate Aiden Hutchinson to a level he didn't even know he could get to. So Penny Sewell, me celebrating that, by no means. I'm not celebrating Hutch's demise. I'm not happy that Hutch is getting manhandled. Fuck no, dude. I'm happy that Hutch has met his match. I'm happy that Hutch has a guy to look across from and go, if I can beat this dude every single day of the week in practice, then I'm going to have no fucking problem that one day of the week when it actually counts. When the Green Bay Packers roll into town and their Penny Sewell light tries to block me, Aaron Rodgers is going to be running scared, dog. Justin Fields thought he had it back bad last year. He didn't have Aiden Hutchinson going against his bum-ass offensive line last year. He's going to get eaten alive by 97 in Honolulu. You know what I'm saying? It's not about Aiden Hutchinson went to Michigan, so I hope Penny Sewell dominates him every single practice of his entire career. I hope Penny Sewell dominates him every single practice of his career until the moment hits where Aiden Hutchinson becomes the big brother, where Aiden Hutchinson goes, all right, Penny, I've been putting in the work. I've been lifting heavier. I've been trying harder. I want to beat your, I don't even care about the Packers, about the Vikings, about the Bears. I don't care about any of them. My goal, my goal is to beat you on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Sunday will take care of Sunday. I want to kick your ass, Penny. And you think Penny's going to sit there and go, I'll let the young kid win one. Oh, these Michigan fans are a little sad that I'm dominating their golden boy. I'll let Hutchinson take a free ride to Jared today. Fuck no. Penny Sewell's going to go, hey, kid, you're never getting by me. Competition breeds success. Iron plus iron equals double iron, bro. I studied chemical engineering for two years. I quit because it got too hard. You understand what I'm saying? This isn't a game, dude. This isn't Michigan, Michigan State, but in the pro. Not, this is Detroit Lions. This is a franchise that has never done anything great in my lifetime that now has two 
possibly generational prospects that are going to go against each other and put each other to the test every single day. Penny Sewell is going to be thankful too. Whoever, Romeo Okwara, Julian Okwara, Trey Flowers, whoever he practiced against last year, I'm sure it was a step up, right? Coming in as a 20, 21, 22-year-old, whatever he was out of Oregon, right? Being he was the golden boy at the time, he's the Hall of Fame left tackle and he hasn't played a snap. I'm sure it was a little bit of a shocker going against NFL bodies, grown-ass men. He got used to it. I'm sure by the end of the year when he settled in, he was like, all right, more. Bring me more. These guys aren't making me better anymore. You don't think Penny Sewell goes home every day and is like, fuck, I know I'm good. I know everyone's writing. I was the best player at practice today. But if I don't keep at it, if I don't double down, triple down, this Hutchinson kid, he's going to take my crown real fast, and that shit is not happening on my watch. Aiden Hutchinson isn't going to be the best player on the Detroit Lions as long as Penny Sewell has a word about it, and vice versa. It's not about Michigan. Michigan stay. Oh, you're rooting again. Touch. Oh, you must have missed the practice in shorts and pat and uh, shoulder pads the other day. It's about these two guys going against each other for the next seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, however long they play football in Detroit. Them practicing against each other every single day, seeing the best competition at its highest level every single day. We win. The Detroit Lions win. Kobe Bryant, what did he say in that clip to Bill Russell? R.I.P. Bill Russell, that clip the other day. Or I think, oh, no, no, never mind. He was talking to Big Cat, but you get the point. He goes, you make the practices harder than the games. If you don't practice like that, you're never going to win shit. You make the practices harder than the games because when the game comes, you go, <laughs> these are the guys it counts against? It counts against these guys? Bro, I was going against Penny Sewell all week, and now I get to get the Chicago Bears left tackle, Tevin Jenkins. And we actually get a one in the W column after I dominate this guy for four quarters. It makes everybody better. It makes the Detroit Lions better. That's a facet, much like my high school team. Shout out the Troy Colts. We got dominated. We went one and eight. That's how you avoid being a bad team is practicing like it's a game, practicing harder than it's a game. Aiden Hutchinson, Getting his shit handed to him a little bit by Penny, that's the best thing that could happen to his career. And I hope it happens every single day for every single year he's in a Detroit Lions uniform, dude. It'll make both of them better. What's the use in Aiden Hutchinson going against someone that he can just swim move past, bull rush, get to the QB every snap? Oh, he feels good about himself. Oh, the reporter can write his report. Aiden Hutchinson dominating at training camp. Not how. He's not dominating at training camp because Penny Sewell refuses to let that shit happen. If he wants to dominate at training camp, he's going to have to bring more. And it's not that Hutchinson hasn't had a good camp because we've read great things about him. He was very good before they put the pads on. And I read today on Tuesday when this is being recorded, he had a good day today. He beat Penny on a couple team rushes. Like that is what it's about, dude. That is how you form championship teams. You don't form championship teams because your second overall pick gets to go against some bum from Loyola Marymount, right? That's not how you win championships because the beat writers get to go second overall pick shining in practice. They didn't tell you that the guy he's rushing against came off the couch two weeks ago. I want Aiden Hutchinson to have shit written about him. I want to hear how well he's doing at training camp when he's taking Penny Sewell's lunch money because then Penny Sewell's going to go back to the lab and go, oh, shit, this new kid is no fucking joke. This kid is no joke. If I can figure him out, 
if I can stand up to him every day in practice, Nick Bosa, don't care. Miles Garrett, bring it. Aaron Donald, light. That is how you win. It's never been about MSU versus Michigan when it comes to the Lions, bro. It's the Lions over everything, dude. It's winning. It's iron sharpening iron. Call it double iron. You hurt? You hurt? It's a beautiful thing. I have no doubt Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a dog. I have no doubt. I hope he sacks a 1,000 QBs. It's good to see Penesul apparently is that dog. He was a bit last year, and now he's stepping into it, growing into it. A little easier, a little more comfortable. Game's a little slower in year two. Aiden Hutchinson should struggle for the first little while. This is his first taste of the NFL. Penny struggled a little bit at the beginning. Remember that? Now we're all sitting around going, dude, he's 22 years old. He might be the best tackle in the league. That's the formula. That's the formula. Aiden Hutchinson struggles. Yeah, fine. Maybe it takes him a couple weeks to get his feet wet playing real games. Over time, tink, 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 tink. That blacksmithing. Next thing you know, after reading the reports about Sewell manhandled him in practice, after you read the reports about Hutchinson saying he's getting more comfortable, then you'll read a report about how Hutchinson had Penne's number that day in practice. Then you'll read a report about how Aiden Hutchinson sacked Aaron Rodgers two and a half times. Next thing you know, we got one of the best offensive tackles in the league and one of the best pass rushers in the league. That shit doesn't happen by going against jelly donuts in practice. It happens by going against the best. Realizing you got to work harder, bro. Whatever cut it at Michigan ain't going to cut it here. That's what it's about. It's about the Lions. It's about competition. It's about these two being challenged to the maximum every single day. I love the fucking Detroit Lions, bro. Check this shirt out. I love the Lions. Okay. I had I just wanted to talk a little Penny and Hutch. We're going to get into hard knocks next week. We'll dive in. It's going to become just full Lions pretty shortly here, especially with the Red Wings and the ones who shall not be named being totally done and the Pistons being done. It's going to be full on Lions pretty fucking quickly here. And then we'll start to ease in the Michigan and Michigan State stuff. Starting next week, it's Lions. Had to touch on it a bit today. A lot of lot of talk, especially on my pages about the Penny Hutch thing. Had to talk about it. It's good. It's good for everybody. Quick break. And we'll be right back. We're going to talk a hair, just a hair about Michigan State recruiting and a hair about Michigan football. Quick break. We'll be back. Yo, Tuck's on a tear. Straight up. Mel Tucker is on a tear. First commit of the 2024 class happened over the weekend, Nicholas Marsh. Top 100 player. The guy's nickname is Megatron, I guess. (laughs) Grew up outside of Detroit. He must be an absolute freak if he's self-pronouncing himself Megatron in the city Calvin Johnson played in. I love it. Top 100 guy kicks off the class. Should be an absolute difference maker at the wide receiver position. And then he adds Stanton Rammel. Top 200 kid from Alabama. Offensive tackle. Highest ranked offensive lineman Tucks brought in since he got to MSU. And I just, I want to talk a little bit about this Michigan State, Michigan dynamic. I get it, dude. Michigan, Michigan State. Like, you don't need to say anything else. Bitter rivals. I understand. I just need Michigan fans to understand, and Michigan State fans for that matter. It's not always about Michigan versus Michigan State. I saw people talking shit, Michigan fans going, oh, our recruiting class is still higher. This kid commits, MSU moves above him, and State fans are going, wait, what? Wait, what? Trolling. I get it. It's good fun talking shit. 
when I when I talk about it, when I make these videos, at least for me, and I think a lot of state fans, when we get fired up and you see the Tuck Cumming Brigade all across Twitter and everywhere else, it's not always about Michigan. It's about Michigan State right now for us, for us. And Michigan, I'm sure, will end up with a good recruiting class. Harbaugh's always recruited well. They're still Michigan. They're coming off the Big Ten. It's still early. I'm sure they'll end up with a top 15 class. I'm sure of it, right? It's about Michigan State right now. When we celebrate, when we everyone's going, look how excited they get over four stars. Yeah, bro. Yes, dude. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. We've never done this. This is unprecedented for Michigan State. I went to college there. The year they made the college football playoff was my freshman year. They had a couple down years after, a couple decent years after, but I was there, <laughs> excuse me, for the peak. We've never recruited like this. The one class they did get, that 2016 D'Antonio class, half the guys never fucking played because they're criminals. We've never been here. That's why we get fired up over top 200 guys, because we look back. We won multiple Big Tens. We won a Rose Bowl. We went to the college football playoff. We beat Michigan. We had beaten Ohio State with three-star guys, with the uncovered gem guys, with the two-star Le'Veon Bells. Like We did it with them. We brought in Mel Tucker, who all we heard coming in, right, that whole saga of, the, of bringing in the coach, Luke Fickle, Tuck says no at first, and then he says, all right, fine. That whole saga. We bring him in, and all we hear is this guy recruits. This guy recruits. He's given quotes. If you can't recruit at Michigan State, you can't recruit anywhere else. It's COVID. It's slow. His first class is unimpressive. His second class, a little better, 25 overall, something like that. And he starts to get rolling. And now we've got like 13 commits, 12 of whom were 11, 11 or 10, something like that. Double digits are four stars. Unprecedented. The most four stars MSU's ever had in a class. That's why we're getting excited. We're not. I'm not psyched that Stanton Ramble snubbed Penn State and snubbed uh, Tennessee to come to MSU because, oh, it means we moved up past Michigan. Whoa! That's not why I'm giving the talk coming. That's not why I'm making the video. I'm making the video because the guy who we were promised is a recruiter is doing it. The plan that we were laid out is being executed before our eyes. Unprecedented times at Michigan State are literally, dude, they're happening in front of our faces. It's not always about Michigan. Yeah, it's cool. I'm happy we're above Michigan. I hope we finish above Michigan in the rankings. We're, I'm not celebrating every single recruit because it's like, oh, we're that much closer to being having a better class than Michigan. We're that much closer to being above them in the rank. No, I'm celebrating it because it's another guy that two years ago would never even consider Michigan State. Never. I'm happy because it's another guy, another caliber of player that we've never had when we were winning those previous big tens. That's why I'm excited. It's another guy that gets us that much closer to being able to contend with the Ohio States of the world. That's why I'm celebrating. I'm not frolicking and making videos and going crazy and selling shirts because, oh, guys, we moved ahead Mich uh, by Mi we moved ahead of Michigan by one spot in August. No, dude. We just got a record of four stars in a recruiting class at Michigan State. The coach we brought in, and it was a shit show bringing him in. All we heard is this guy recruits. This guy recruits. This guy will recruit at Michigan State. We've never had a guy that recruits at Michigan State. And now here we are, a little more removed from COVID. Things are opening up. He's hosting guys. He can finally put the full court press on and recruit the way he envisioned. And it's working. We're getting four-star guys. 
dudes from Texas, dudes from Florida, dudes from Alabama, dudes from California are going, what about Michigan State? Bro, last time, if we got one guy outside of the states of Ohio, Indiana, or Michigan, it was like, holy shit, he wants to come to MSU? Did his dad go here? Did his mom go here? Why is he coming here? It's changed. Times are changing for MSU because here's the ugly truth, state fans and Michigan fans. You'll probably get a kick out of this. The reason it's so exciting is because we just came out of like a three, four-year stretch where it was painfully obvious. Actually, you won't be able to compete with the three-star 823rd player from Ohio. Actually, you're not going to be able to compete with that guy who's a preferred walk-on who you're praying becomes Jack Conklin. Actually, Le'Veon Bells are like one in a million. And this guy you are praying will be Le'Veon Bell isn't going to help you beat Ohio State. We witnessed that. We were brutally informed that that will be the case moving forward. We needed to make a change. We lost out on the change we wanted to make. The change we ended up did making didn't work out at first. And we made it and we kind of went, all right, let's fucking, I'd never heard of Mel Tucker. Let's see how this goes. And it's working. We're getting guys that want to go to Penn State, that want to go to Tennessee, or they want them rather. We're getting guys from the heart of Texas, from Florida, guys that should be going to Miami or Florida State. We're getting guys that should be going to USC. We're getting guys that should be going to Oklahoma. No, they're coming to Michigan State. These dudes don't even know what winter is, bro. And they're like, fuck it. I guess we'll find out. I just want to play football there. Think about that. These dudes don't know what 10 degree weather feels like. They don't understand what it means to have a foot of snow on the ground. And they're like, can't be that much colder than Oklahoma, right? Fucking wrong, pal. That's how bad they want to play at MSU. It's unprecedented. It's unprecedented. And the excitement and the celebration comes from, yeah, we've never been there before. It comes from, we just went through the darkest years of MSU football a lot of people have seen. And it wasn't supposed to work out. It didn't really look like it was going to, but it is right now. And yeah, they got to win games. The 11-2 and two season was awesome, but now we're on to year three. We got to win games, right? Just because you're getting all these recruits, if you go seven and six the next five years, that ain't going to cut it if you're recruiting. You got to win the games. But we know it's tried and true. We were slapped in the fucking face with it. You need these guys to win those games. Plain and simple. Michigan, you've had those guys. I understand why Michigan fans are like, oh, look at them celebrating a four-star. I get it, dude. I get it. If I was a Michigan fan, I'd probably make that chirp too. I get it. You guys have always recruited well. You're fucking, you're Michigan. Even Brady Hoke, that bum, he recruited well. Jim Harbaugh's always recruited well. You've always gotten good players. You've always gotten guys from California, Texas, wherever. You've always beaten out the Notre Dames, the Ohio States, the USC's in cases. You've always played ball with those dudes. Jim Harbaugh's always been able to walk into any family room in the country and go, you know who I am? And the guy goes, yeah, bro, you're fucking Michigan. I know everything about you. We hadn't had that. We actually looked like we were going to get there and everything came crashing down in a split second. We didn't know if we would get back there. And it looks like it may be happening. Felt like it happened last year. I know we didn't win the Big Ten. I know we got smacked by Ohio State, dude. I fucking, that was the worst day of my life. I know that happened. But it doesn't happen overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day, slowly but surely. You win 11 games when in a year you're supposed to win four. People are going to celebrate. You get a top 75 recruit from Oklahoma, 
people are going to celebrate. You set the record for most four stars in a class at that university. People are going to celebrate. That's what it is. We're not used to pulling in top 15 classes every year. Those years we were great. Those years we won things. We were doing them, like I said, with three stars, with Jack Conklin's preferred walk-on top 10 pick. That's who we were winning with. It wasn't like, all right, well, Conklin's gone. Connor Cook's gone. Aaron Burbridge is gone. Good thing we got 14 more four-star recruits to fill in all their spots. It was like, shit, those guys are gone. This dude who played Division Seven at some random place in Wisconsin probably isn't going to be Connor Cook, huh? Huh? Nope. Nope, they're not. So that's why we celebrate. It's not always just about, oh, we moved ahead of Michigan. Yeah, that's a nice little cherry on the top for now. It's August. Like I said, Michigan will recruit a good class. That's a fact. It will happen. State fans, I don't know if MSU people are like, no, we're going to – Michigan's going to have a very good class. They always fucking do. And they just want a Big Ten. So if you don't think they will, sorry to say it, but you're wrong. It's not always about Michigan, Michigan State. The week of that game, absolutely. After that game, absolutely. Right? If we're both going for the same kid, sure. It is about Michigan, Michigan State. Not every recruit, not every celebration, not every time state fans are happy is it about Michigan. And I'm sure vice versa. I'm sure when Michigan gets kids and their fans celebrate, it's not like, oh, we got them in state. Didn't always. It's like we got another guy to hopefully beat Ohio State again and hopefully win the Big Ten again. I understand that. And Michigan's going to be a good football team. Make no mistake. I know MSU beat them last year, and that's funny. Like, oh, Michigan's greatest season in 17 years. Still couldn't beat MSU in a classic game. I understand. Michigan's going to be back. It's not like Michigan blew their load last year and now they got nobody. The offense is going to be fucking insane. They brought in – or no, they didn't bring in a new defensive coordinator. I'm thinking of Ohio State. They got to replace some pieces on defense. But what did I just say? They have the reload capability. They have four stars that have been waiting patiently. They have four stars that have been practicing against those guys that just went to the NFL. They have four stars that go against four stars every day. They have stocked cupboards. Michigan's going to be back. Michigan is going to be good again this year. Their schedule is also extremely favorable, which good for them. I don't know. People chirp that. I'm like, dude, I wish State played that schedule. (laughs) I love it. MSU fans are like, oh, your schedule's so weak. Classic Michigan. I'm sitting there like, damn, bro, like, can we trade schedules? Can Michigan State play that schedule? Like, I don't want to play anybody good. I want to go 13-0. and I don't even – can we avoid playing Ohio State somehow? Because if we can, dude, I'll sign the dotted line right fucking now. I don't want to see those guys ever again. Michigan's going to be good. But Michigan fans, you got to understand, it's not always about Michigan. And some people are just wired where they're always going to argue – It's always going to be Michigan, Michigan State. They're always going to just chirp and argue and fight on Twitter where it's like, we had a four-star from Alabama. It's the highest-ranked offensive line recruit Tuck's ever gotten. Um, Arguably the most important position group on the field. Like, we're happy about it. He set the record for most four-stars in a class. Tuck is doing, like, it's coming to fruition. His ability to recruit, if you can't recruit at Michigan State, what where can you recruit? He's doing it like he's living up to the expectation on the recruiting trail. He just did it. He far exceeded expectations on the football field. Yeah, we're going to be pumped. We're going to be psyched about the state of our program. And kind of going back to that Jack Mack from Barstool where there was that clip that leaked that like, who, what fan bases are becoming cultish and bother you? 
and he goes Michigan State with the tuck coming. What like what are we gonna do? Not be excited? Michigan fans, I wasn't on the internet so much. I was way younger. But think back to when Michigan got Harbaugh. How jacked was the Michigan fan base? Think about when you got Harbaugh and you had that great first season. Trouble with the snap here, which is understandably tough scene for you guys. You had that great first season and you brought in that first recruiting class. That was awesome. Think about how jacked up you were. That's us, guys. That's literally, that's us. You're looking in a mirror from 2015. That's us. That's us. That's why we're so happy. That's why we're so happy. Yeah, it's fun to pass Michigan. It's about us, though, for me at least. I'm happy that Michigan State is good because I'm a Michigan State fan. I'm not a, I'm not happy that Michigan State's getting guys because, oh, because Michigan, that means they're worse. No, they're both going to be good. They're both going to recruit halls. They're both going to field good teams for the foreseeable future. It's not always Michigan, Michigan State. I just, I don't understand. Like, I'll make these videos, and understandably so. I mean, it's the internet. People are morons. People are haters. People like to argue. But I'll make these videos, like, geeked up that we got a four-star. And it's kind of funny. People are like, look at this loser. How excited he is that a teenage kid just committed to his college. Saying it out loud, it is pretty funny. And whatever, dude, I don't give a fuck. It is funny. But like, I, I'm not, I'm not thinking about it. Like, Oh, Michigan didn't get that guy. I'm like happy. Like, dude, this never happened. <laughs> I've never seen this happen to my favorite team. Like, that's the other thing. I'm a Detroit lions fan. And as great as I feel about them, as awesome as it's going to be in the hype with hard knocks and all, like they are still the lions. I'm not, fucking I'm not putting my mortgage on the Lions winning 10 games like Michigan State is my football team where I can a little bit more set the watch to I can have some hopes and kind of expect that they will fulfill those hopes that's why I'm happy that's what I, that's why I'm making a video about an 18 year old from Alabama it's not, it's not because Michigan or I like 18 year olds like bro I want Michigan State football to be good and to be good at college football you need to get the best recruits and we've never done that, but now we are. So, yeah, I'm happy. And we won 11 games last year, even though we were supposed to win four. So, yeah, I'm happy. Just because Michigan State, I'm celebrating them, doesn't mean I'm denouncing Michigan. Like, in these times, dude, really, outside of the week before that game and outside of, like, the couple weeks after that game, I'm not super concerned with Michigan. I'm not rooting for them. I'd I'd – root for them to lose all of their games and no doubt about it. It's not going to happen. They'll be good. I want them to lose all their games, but like, I'm not really thinking about Michigan that much. And I think both sides, I think Michigan fans love to think state fans are always like, Oh, this will help Michigan. And I think Michigan or MSU fans are always like, Oh, Michigan fans can't stop thinking about us. I think most people, dude, you're probably not thinking a whole lot about that other team you're probably just happy that your team got better. You're probably just happy that your recruiting class is going to be good. You're probably just happy that you're getting a top 200 player. Not that like it means for a couple weeks in August, your class is better than your rivals. It's not necessarily that way. So I don't understand it. I just had to address it. I wanted to talk about it a little bit because I don't know, dude. The rivalry is fun. The, like, I get it. I've said it many times. That's the point of the rivalry is you talk shit, you make fun of each other. Like, that's why rivalries are fun. That's why we all care so much about that game. That's why the Big Ten is fun is because there are multiple rivalries. That's why college football is awesome is there are no rivalries 
in the pros, at least not to me, like college. I get it. Like, I understand all of that. But just because that's true, it's not always about each other. Sometimes your program looked like it was going for a fucking deep end for four years there. Your legendary coach kind of left them with the house on fire. And some guy that you had never heard of that turned down your, your university's initial offer came in and did exactly more than what he said he was going to do. And all of a sudden you blink and the trajectory of your program has done a full 180. Maybe that's why you're celebrating. Just maybe. All right, folks, that's all I got today. Um, We'll be back again on Friday per usual. On Friday, we're going to have a fire new Pistons design drop celebrating the teal, celebrating Jaden Ivey. It's going to be sick. Set your alarms. Glue to your calendars. Check it out. The second string. It'll be on the secondstring.com. Stay posted for that. Soon enough here, towards the end of August, we're going to have the Michigan State and the Michigan tailgate shirts come out for the season. I'm going to make a design for each. Those will be the shirts of the fall. Um, keep your eyes peeled for that. We're going to have the Lions design I made way back when, right after the draft. Jamison Williams, Aiden Hutchinson, sick design. Another one of my favorites. That's going to go back on sale towards the end of August, early September. We got a lot of things coming with the clothes. If you're a sports fan, you like graphic tees, you like shit like this, stay posted. I appreciate everybody joining along for the ride. Listen, tell your friends we are about to turn it up for football season. I'm going to start implementing um, fan either emails or calls, I voicemails. Like I don't know how to do the voicemails, but I'm going to look into it. I want to start getting you guys involved in the podcast, whether you ask a question, have something to say. Whatever the case is, like two, three, four, an episode, I want to start getting you guys involved more. We're going to turn it up, dude. We are going to turn it up for football season. I, I feel I feel great. I feel very grateful and lucky. Like things have been kind of taken off a little bit for me. Like you can feel the momentum's building now that we're getting closer to football. And I genuinely do believe both Michigan fans, Michigan State fans, Lions fans alike, This is going to be your number one place, like your number one place you want to go to listen about sports, your number one place you want to call into, your number one place you want a T-shirt, you're going to go find. Like I genuinely feel the momentum, and I feel like, I don't know, the the potential in this football season (laughs) gets me excited. The Detroiter is on the way up, and it's all thanks thanks to you guys. Appreciate everybody who listens per usual. Appreciate everybody who spreads the word, watches on YouTube, especially buys the shirts, supports in any way, even if it is just telling your friends, even if it is just sending a message, hey, cool shirt or great video, keep it up. I, all of you guys, it fucking makes my day seeing any of that stuff. So I really do appreciate you fucking buckle up, baby. We're going to have one more Friday. We'll probably talk about the Pistons design and then maybe some more random stuff, kind of just me, personal life, just jokes like we did last Friday. Starting next week, hard knocks. We are going to be coming hard and we're going to be coming fast, non-sexual. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Talk to you Friday.